Hello, everybody. I'm Aaron Mack, and you are tuned in to Hashtag Verse TV Week 131. And I'm here with some good friends who will introduce themselves. And let's go ahead and hear it, starting with Chrissy. Hey, everyone. It's Chrissy Helen from Cleveland, Ohio. Nice to be here. All right. And Kuma Blue. Hello, everyone. I'm Kuma Blue from TikTok, and you're watching Hashtag Verse TV. And in the name of the moon, stay beautiful. All right. And last but certainly not least, Burgo Husky. Hi, I'm Burgo Husky. I'm a legendary LGBTQ um, hip-hop artist, and that's me. Yes. All right. So let's get this show on the road. Week 131, Verse TV's The Homos Talk Show. And the first topic is for the Homos T. It's called Together Only a Few Months. Now, this is actually coming from Walter Lee Hampton's YouTube. Now, an Atlanta attorney was shot to death by her boyfriend in a luxury and her luxury high-rise apartment and subsequently the boyfriend who killed her died as well. Now the police chief and the mayor made it a point to request when citizens know something is going on don't just live stream it for social media but call 911 first. Now, they explained that in this case, they got the news of this occurrence first from social media. Then the 911 calls caught up. Now, why might people be more willing to live stream such atrocities before calling the cops? And what do you feel people will need to see to make 911 the first call. And the order of this, now we, we have guests go last for the first topic. So the order will be Chrissy, then Kuma Blue, then myself, then Virgo Husky. Actually, I'll go ahead and go, well, Chrissy, go, go ahead. Um, I think that people would be more willing to live stream stuff like that before calling the cops. Uh, number one, because a lot of people don't think the police are their friend in the first place. Um, second of all, I don't know why, but it's like negative stuff like that is just eating up on social media. It's eating up um, on on platforms like World Star and stuff like that. Um, and then people don't people don't really know how far it's gonna go, um, how far it's really gonna go. But um, if if it's like a domestic situation where you see people like really uh, going at it, or you know it's starting to escalate into something, I, I wouldn't be trying to record it. I definitely would be trying to get some authorities involved just so that it doesn't escalate into something uh, lethal, um, such as that situation. And um, that's the that's the first thing people need to see. Like if it's definitely uh, 
uh, two people fist fighting or, you know what I mean? Like, it's just, I don't know. That's kind of a difficult question to answer. What do people, what do I feel people would need to see to make the 911 call first? I don't know. If somebody fighting or whatever, you from where I'm from, you just let them throw, throw them both. You know, you just let them rock it out you know and mind your business where i'm where i you know how i was raised but um you know if if you draw on blood and all that and everything that i would i would call the cops like right when hands are thrown right. that's my answer now i'll actually go before kuma blue just because you know kuma blue is also a guest now i feel that Poor relationships with cops, even in high income areas, such as the lawyer's luxury apartment. It's, it's just sort of how things are, unfortunately. And I really want to ask a question. I really want to say something. So, okay, so how and where is the information come from? How do we know that the cops weren't called first? So we don't know that, right? So we do. We how do. do we know? Were we there? Okay, so no, on the we don't. We're spectators. So no. we don't know. We don't know whether the cops were called first at all. So, okay, even mm-hmm. if the cops were called first and the people started streaming, then then what's the... what? Then, then what? According then to the, the police chief according- and the mayor herself, the police chief of Atlanta and the mayor herself, when they came out and spoke about this particular situation, they did say that. But yeah, maybe something else happened. But that is what they said. The police they chief. They said what? I'm sorry. They said what? That they got the word first from the live stream. Okay, so let's let's talk about technicality. So if I have a phone, right? Boom. I dial 911, I call the police, boom. Hey y'all, come on now. Then I hit live and I start filming, which I'm physically there. So how do we know that they didn't call the police or or whatever? First, we don't know, we're spectators. So I don't really like it. it, it, I don't I don't think they're saying that nobody called the police. It's just that an overwhelming majority of people felt it was more important to stream first before calling 911. How, how do we know that? Because according it, to, why, a, a, why a, a, I'm I'm answering your question. Mm-hmm. According according to the report, um they didn't catch wind of the situation until it started getting streamed which is mm-hmm. you know a little ridiculous my opinion yeah and it, that's why that question is raised like why do people think it's uh more important to do that than call the police first and then what would merit you calling the police before doing something like that well i can tell you i can tell you why i think that they would do it i think that that we're living in a time where people are desensitized um, yeah, yeah. Death is death is so everything is so regular, gun violence and all of this stuff that it's just it's to these kids and 
you know, it's everything is just it's so normalized, it doesn't make any sense. So that, that's the first thing. But one thing that, you know, me, I'm always gonna question anything. So like, how do we know? Like, we don't know. And even if let's say one person did call, why would a hundred people if they're notified, then then what else is, you know, what else do you think the kids are gonna do? We're living in uh uh era where things are highly publicized, social media runs like everything. So I don't think that we should expect um anything less from what 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 they did. I mean it's just the world that we live in. Unfortunately that's just what it is. Um personally I don't think it has anything to do with people really being desensitized. I mean, if you're an average Joe just walking down the street, I don't think you would just not react to hearing like gunshots. However, I do think there is a sort of, I don't, I don't know how to put this, but I do think a good chunk of our society is a little too obsessed with social media to an unhealthy degree. Don't get me wrong. It's desensitization. No, desensitization is when like you see something so horrible so much that it doesn't bother you when it happens. And that's that's not really- And that's what social media does. But no, but that's, no, 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 no. no. Yeah, okay. No, but here's the thing. I'm gonna this up real quick, okay? So we have senses, okay? And your senses are, are very important. I teach my nieces and nephews to guard their senses. So if you see something continuously, then what does what do you think that does to you? It desensitizes you, like social media. When I was coming up, we had books. We didn't, you know, we didn't see things like this. So you see things, if these kids and these so- people see these things. Hold on, let me finish my statement. They see these things every day. Therefore, it desensitizes them because of social media and everything else. And that's why they respond the way that they do. That's just my opinion. Again, I don't think it's particularly desensitization because again, I, I don't think you can look at such levels of violence to so many degree and not like come to a point i don't think you can see certain types of acts of violence so much in your life to a point where like it it'll like stop bothering you you know what i mean to the point where you'll just be like oh i need to you know get this on social uh you know i'm a um operation enduring freedom veteran um, I'm retired military, things of that nature. And I also lived in Atlanta for 10 years. So, um, and I lived every aspect of Atlanta from being homeless, staying in alleys to dating my millionaire um, boyfriend in Dunwoody. So Atlanta is a different kind of, where, where are you located? Where do you live? From New York. Okay. So it's, yeah. it's, a, it's a, I don't know how New York is. I travel up there often. Which that's where we did. Um, that's where we did Ello's album. Um, so I'm very, I'm, I'm, I'm very worldly, and you know, and uh, you know, my interview um, earlier. You know, I've been on my own since I was 13 years old. So those kids, 
yeah, it's a different kind of animal. So, you know, they they see things are so things are so normalized now. My god baby is in the, the other room and we have to stop her from watching certain TikToks and and things of that nature because it's just so normal now. So I don't think that you can just say that it's not desensitized. Uh, de- I, I, but I don't think it's I don't I don't think it's social media that's really doing the desensitization because that stuff like that is going to get exposure regardless. Like stuff like that got exposure before social media. That's why we have news outlets. That's why we have reporters. The news, that's why we have- the news came on at eleven o'clock. Then they moved it to ten. And that's the only time you've seen it, 10 o'clock, and then you you had a newspaper. Kids didn't see things like that every day. I remember when Nicholas Berg got his head chopped off, and it was on social media. That was the very start of everything. And that's one of the reasons why I didn't, you know, I had a job with KBR, which $100,000, I should have took it. But I didn't go overseas to do the contracting job because that happened. So, and that's like really literally where everything started. Even when they hung Saddam Hussein, it was on YouTube. So mm-hmm. like, you know, those things and, and that back then, that was crazy. And Actually, I'm, I from, I'm from the hood, like the real hood. You know? I don't, I don't think it <laughs> so, was YouTube. I don't, I don't know if it's mm-hmm. YouTube because uh, YouTube, they, uh, <laughs> trust me, because I know because YouTube is very strict on what gets like posted and whatnot. It was um, on YouTube. If, I'm telling you, it was on YouTube because I watched it on YouTube myself. I was, I'm military, dude. When it happened, I, I went to war. So you think that we weren't watching me and all of my other veteran friends and my battle buddies? You think that we weren't watching? Lively, I understand YouTube. It was on YouTube, Jesus. and they took it down. Nicholas Berg was on YouTube. He got his. That's how we yeah, see it. I remember that. So mm-hmm. these things, the all of these things, led up to where we are now. That's what I'm telling you. So I, I mean, you can like, you know, and I'm not, I'm not trying to discredit you or anything. So like your box or whatever there is, you have to come out of that box because there's a whole big world out here that these kids are seeing a whole bunch of shit that they shouldn't be seeing. And all this, and it's just the world that we live in. Nobody, the heart, your heart, your soul, everything. We are at spiritual warfare right now, and people don't understand that. So either but, you're on one side, but or then couldn't the, but then couldn't the argument be made that social media probably shouldn't be a thing for kids, and that you should actually just monitor your kids' social media? How, now we've actually talked about that on the show, and we're about to get into a topic that's somewhat similar to it but okay do y'all really want me now you know that i'm i'm highly i didn't know we were going to have a panel i didn't know this is how it was but you know i'm highly opinionated and at the end of the day i'm educated too so like you know i'm gonna i'm gonna go and i don't think like everybody else does so you know i hope i'm i'm gonna start and i'm gonna lead like this because um, who is it's seven o'clock? Where where are y'all at? I'm, I'm in Cleveland. I'm in Cleveland, Ohio. My sister up there, girl. I'm scared to come up there. My um my sister stay on Lake Shore. I stay on uh Euclid. 
uh, in East Cleveland. <laughs> yeah, that's what my sister on that side. Girl, I came up the last time I was up there was 2020 New Year's, right? Oh, don't so come here. You ain't gonna like it. McDonald's <laughs> and bumping and all this stuff. And all you could hear was bullets just flying past cars. Oh, so every other out day out, out my window. Said, girl, listen. And my sister just sitting there giggling and shit. Girl, if you don't it's, get me out of normal. Parade, it's the regular. It's the regular. <laughs> yeah. My nephew, my my um my brother, well, my siblings, my younger siblings, they've been up there for most of their lives since they were probably about six years old. And I stopped going up there um in twenty ten. So I'm I'm very familiar with um my dad was in Akron for years and mm-hmm. I went up to Akron every summer. So I'm very familiar with Ohio. I just don't, you know, I'm seven, so uh it's a different, you know, it's a different culture. And yeah. people hear your your um your dialect and your um your country twang, they they think that they can take advantage of you. And I have a real short temper. And I carry a pistol, so I don't be wanting to get in no trouble. So that's why I don't come up there anymore. But y'all, well, you y'all... can hang with me because I got my CCW, bro. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, all right. Let's see on the next topic right quick. Real okay. <laughs> all right. Now, this is called The Homo's Only Job. And it's coming from Yahoo News. Now, Florida mom says she's been banned from volunteering at kids' school. Now, fellow millennial Florida mom, Victoria Treacy, was banned from volunteering at her kids' school because another parent at the school sent in sexual photos from Victoria Treacy's OnlyFans subscription page. Now, Tracy is suing the school board for $1 million, saying that she should not be discriminated against because of her job with OnlyFans. Now, okay, the question, might this become a positive step for normalizing sex work? Is that good or bad? Why? And did the school board do the right thing by banning her because of her job with OnlyFans? Verse TV's The Homo's Talk Show. Hi, it's Chrissy from Cleveland, Ohio. I'm Aaron Mack. Hello, everyone. I'm Kuma Blue from TikTok. Hi, I'm Burgo Husky. I'm a legendary LGBTQ hip hop artist. And you are tuned in. And you are tuned in to hashtag VerseTV. Week 131.